1: We did a podcast a couple months ago on corporate bankruptcy, how it worked, and how many companies were filing for it as a result of the pandemic. Well, that pandemic, of course, is still raging, and the corporate bankruptcies are continuing, and we could see many more. Wanted to get an update on the situation, so we reconnected with Bruce Grosgal. He is the Helen Balick Professor of Business Bankruptcy Law at Widener University's Delaware Law School. Had an interesting conversation. Give a listen. We spoke a couple of months ago as this pandemic was unfolding and we talked about corporate bankruptcy. That discussion, I think we kind of focused more on the concept, what we were looking at, what to look for. From what you've seen over the last couple of months, are we in better shape, worse shape uh, as far as seeing corporate bankruptcies and such?
0: Well, I think that the wave of corporate bankruptcies likely already has begun. Uh, Chapter 11 filings were up about 50% in May uh, over May of last year, with an especially high rate of filings by large companies. Uh, And I expect that this wave will continue to rise before it breaks. Uh, The pandemic has decreased the revenues and increased the operational costs of most businesses, both large and small, in all sectors of the economy. Uh, and can be expected to do so for the foreseeable future, unfortunately. Eventually, the arithmetic just doesn't work. The company doesn't have the cash uh, to pay its lenders and other creditors, and they threaten to legal action, or the company can't make its payroll. Uh, And Chapter 11 becomes the best course of action for the distressed company to preserve its business.
1: With regards to this wave, Do you think it's going to accelerate? Are we going to see more here as we get into third quarter and and move towards the fall, or do you think the worst is over, or or is it kind of too hard to tell?
0: Well, I don't have a crystal ball, and I've been wrong lots of times uh, when I've tried to predict things, but I expect that this wave will continue for quite a while, unfortunately.
1: We've got more bankruptcies than normal, and this is not a simple procedure. I've read articles where there's concerns that bankruptcy courts – Could be overwhelmed. Is that something you would have concern with, and what would that kind of look like?
0: I think it's unlikely uh, that the the system will be overwhelmed by corporate bankruptcies. um, Though it's possible, the U.S. bankruptcy system is remarkably resilient, especially with regard to uh, its facilitating the reorganization of uh, a Chapter 11 corporation um, or a corporation in Chapter 11. The bankruptcy code was enacted in 1978. It's a very well thought out, bipartisan piece of legislation and generally gives bankruptcy judges the tools that they need uh, to uh, reorganize uh, chapter 11 uh, debtors. Uh, there are about 350 bankruptcy judges in the United States who preside in 94 different judicial districts. Uh, they understand what Chapter 11 is for, which is preserving businesses and supplier relationships and jobs and minimizing the adverse effects of business failure and maximizing the outcomes for uh, everyone affected by that failure. And most of these judges. Are were experienced bankruptcy practitioners um, who knew their business before they took the bench uh, and they're accustomed to acting promptly and thoughtfully in financial emergencies. I, I might add that increasing the number of bankruptcy judges is not as simple as it might seem any more than all these other problems we're facing in the pandemic are proving to be at all simple. Um, you still need courtrooms and staff and the pandemic poses the same problems for courts that it's creating for other institutions, uh, including social distancing in courtrooms uh, and in, the, in chambers and in, in, in the clerks' offices, uh, and the uh, and cleaning and the logistical issues that will need to be addressed uh, are not so straightforward uh, or easily accomplished as they might appear.
1: Have you been surprised over what you've seen over the last couple months, or given? All the trends that were already in place, and I know a disruption like this tends to accelerate those trends, have you seen about what you thought you'd saw, or has the number of companies that have filed Chapter 11 actually surprised you a little bit?
0: I'm not surprised. I think there are two different issues here. One is that we were at the end of a, of a business cycle where um, a lot of companies had borrowed a lot of money. Some sectors were already in trouble, uh, including... Uh, oil and gas, but also some medical facilities, I think, were trying very hard to make ends meet. The pandemic is a factor which, on top of those other kinds of structural issues, is going to wreak some havoc, Uh, and I think it's beginning to do that. There was a period of time, I think, where everyone um, stood down to wait to see how this was playing out. Uh, But again, the, the May filings indicate that that period is probably coming to an end and the filings are starting to pick up
1: kind of going along with that how big a concern overall is the concept of corporate debt and with some of these big companies are they carrying an amount of debt that could prove to be a problem in a hurry because i know these things sometimes can spiral
0: I have some concerns about the extent to which the larger economic system will be able to absorb all of these losses. Uh, Bankruptcy law, for all of its strengths, does not create cash uh, for a troubled company. Most distressed companies need to um, obtain new credit uh, to get past the hard times. The Chapter 11 debtor usually won't be able to reorganize unless its existing lender is willing to extend Uh, some new credit, and unless its suppliers are willing to continue to uh, provide goods and services to it uh, on reasonable credit terms. uh, If the value of the company is so diminished that its creditors are not willing to extend credit to it in the Chapter 11 case, then its chances of survival will be severely diminished as
1: well. And when we kind of put this and you kind of touched on this, this concept of corporate bankruptcy, and we plug this piece into the puzzle of the overall economy. How much can this drag on the economy, uh, you know, especially when you've got some big name brands, big name companies that are going through this?
0: Well, if companies are unable to reorganize in Chapter 11, then more jobs will disappear. And there'll be a domino effect because suppliers and creditors of that company will take greater losses and it'll be harder for them to continue and to survive. I think that we need to remember too that there are other issues here. There are some things that um, Congress could do or that the the SBA could do with the CARES Act money. Um, It's unfortunate that the Small Business Administration or the SBA chose to preclude bankrupt companies from receiving CARES Act loans, even though Congress did not expressly prohibit that in the CARES Act. Uh, there are some things that Congress could do to provide a little bit more resilience in the bankruptcy system itself, such as by uh, making some of the temporary judgeships permanent at this time, or extending the term. Um, Surprisingly, perhaps most of the bankruptcy judges in Delaware, which is one of the busiest uh, and most experienced Chapter 11 courts in the country, are temporary. And Congress could act now to make those judgeships permanent so they don't set sunset out in two years. But in addition, the bigger picture, I think, is that hospitals, nursing homes, doctors, schools, uh, municipal and state governments are taking huge economic losses now. Uh, these institutions need to stay open uh, or reopen to survive the pan- and survive the pandemic too. Uh, people who've lost their jobs still need to pay their rent or mortgage and their living expenses. And if these issues are not addressed, uh, the drag on the economy will go on, and the effects of the pandemic will be felt for a lot longer than is necessary.
1: And something just popped into my head. I know a couple months ago there was a lot of talk about municipalities and states needed help with their budgets, and there was some kind of flipping comments, well, maybe they should just declare bankruptcy. What would it look like if Town X of mm-hmm. 250,000 people had to declare bankruptcy? How devastating would that be to that municipality?
0: Municipal bankruptcies are addressed in a different chapter of the bankruptcy, code, chapter nine. We've had Uh, experience in this country with those, and they've worked fairly well, though it takes a while. It takes a little bit longer than a a Chapter 11 case, I'd say, in most cases. Most recent examples include Detroit, for example. I think that the effect is mainly felt in the budget going forward uh, and some of the negotiations that are made with various constituencies, if you will, in the municipality. But I think you'd probably measure that on a case-by-case basis in terms of how hard it would be felt by the residents and by, say, pensioners and people who are still getting health care benefits from the municipality, as well as the taxpayers to some extent. I would add one thing to that, which is that states cannot file for bankruptcy under current law, uh, which is, I think, where your question came from. It's only their municipal subdivisions that can, uh, and that the state needs to have consented by statute or on a case by case basis to the municipality filing so for example harrisburg a couple of years ago or a few years ago now attempted to file but the uh, commonwealth of pennsylvania did not permit that and the the states are are allowed under that under the under laws that now exist to prohibit their municipalities from filing
1: for people that aren't familiar so what happened what's what was the next step after they weren't allowed to file it's just austerity and cut and raise taxes and figure it out?
0: I would say that's a good summary, yes, unfortunately. One of the most troubling aspects of all this to me is is the extent to which those vital institutions, again, and I would include in their public transportation systems as well as the municipalities and the hospitals uh, and the nursing homes, etc., are really absorbing a huge amount of loss here, and we hear very little about them. Occasionally we'll hear, but I I think we should be focusing a lot more on that. And I also think that in addition to the corporate wave, there will be a very substantial wave of individual filings of people who really have no choice uh, but to um, file for bankruptcy. And I would note that it would be great if student loans were a little bit easier to discharge because they're almost impossible to discharge in uh, bankruptcy. And they comprise the largest component of consumer debt in the United States right now outside of homework. Just more than credit cards, more than car loans. Uh, and it would be great if some focus could be brought to that because uh, a lot of students uh, were already suffering uh, by carrying large debt that they can't discharge under the bankruptcy
1: code. Is it safe to say it's going to take 10, 15 years to be able to get a proper picture of the economic damage that this moment we've, we're living through right now has wreaked? I don't
0: think so. I think we already see it. Uh, we see it in the unemployment numbers, and we're starting to see it now in the corporate filings. And I think with the uh, the the with the expiration of the uh, rent moratoriums and the mortgage foreclosure moratoriums, we're going to start seeing it there too. I think, you know, I'm not an economist, but I think it's pretty clear that the effect of this is 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 hard on people. Uh, it's hard on business. It's hard on people. Where I think we'll revisit this is, what did we do? Uh, did we do what we, the best that we could have done uh, to um, maximize an economic recovery in the face of the worst pandemic in 100 years, I think? So that's what we'll probably debate, unfortunately, for a long time to come.
1: That's it for this episode of KYW In-Depth Coronavirus. For more stories about the coronavirus pandemic here in the Philadelphia area or if you want to know how what you see or hear on the news is going to change your own life or your own routine, then subscribe to the KYW In-Depth podcast. Search for KYW In-Depth on the Radio.com app, on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. My name is Matt Leon and we'll have another episode out soon.